0: Well, that's more of a sports, like a Monday-style topic. I appreciate that you want to acknowledge that The Undertaker has been in the WWF and then the WWE because that organization was in a pretty serious legal battle with the World Wildlife Foundation. Undertaker had a 30-year professional wrestling career, and he retired recently. Kyle, that's a really good call out, but we're going to maybe revisit that another day. And that is a very soft maybe. It's probably not going to happen. DarbyCast, Wild Card Friday. Here we are. Here you are. Wherever you are, physically right now, listening to this, I hope you're feeling confident, calm, cool, collected. Sexy, and competent. Who am I kidding? You always feel those things because you're who you are. Your Darby Cast doctor, kind of goes with the turf. A long while ago, in the Darby Cast, I discussed exploring the depths of the ocean with James Cameron, and one of our favorites, Elon Musk haven't talked about Elon in a while, and I think it makes quite a bit of sense to talk about him today, because I am thinking about space. Whoa, right? The universe, galaxies, nebulae, brown dwarfs. And I'm not talking about midgets from Oman. I'm talking out there, in the cosmos. I think today it makes the most sense to go for a guided visualization and put you in the shoes of an astronaut. That is mission critical. And I feel comfortable saying things like that because space missions are missions and there are important things about them every step of the way. Let's just set some foundational pieces about what this Darby cast is all about. First, you're here to have a great time. What I'm here to do is educate your mind using the discipline of wonder. And I take this incredibly seriously. That's what the Darby cast is about. That's what Elon Musk is trying to be about. He could probably take some pointers here and there from the show. Learn how to weave imagination, wonder, creativity, positivity, and Sets of push-ups on a pretty regular basis. Imagine what that would do for Elon push-ups. Consider this a space simulation. This is not just a visualization. If you have the capacity to close your eyes, you do it. You take full advantage because there is going to be some pretty serious imagery that comes through. I am setting the stage for a real blast-off, okay? This is how you learn. This is how everybody learns. On the Darby cast, there are no supplemental worksheets, no PowerPoints to follow, because that would put you straight to bed. I think you know about that. If you were in the public school system anywhere in the country, you're probably thinking to yourself most days, Mr. Thompson, your teaching style is so bland. Thompson, your teaching style is about as exciting as watching paint dry, lead paint, then eating the lead paint right before it dries all the way and then dying, Mr. Thompson. If you have a teacher named Mr. Thompson, or you did, in your youth, maybe you send them an email and say, hey, I'd like to tell you about a podcast. It's called The Darby Cast. And you get called out in it in a huge way because you were a really ineffective teacher. Thankfully, I still made it as a thriving individual in this chaotic world, Mr. Thompson. But I'm calling you out. I am not afraid to do that. And dare I say, doing this, Is mission critical. So let's begin in this space simulation. Scenario immersive experience. You and Elon Musk and a couple other science minded people are sitting in a very upscale penthouse office. And you're looking at Elon, and these are your words to him. Just put yourself in the shoes, right? You're in this office, you look at Elon, you don't even regard anyone else in the room. Because really, you and Elon, you're in this together, you're decision makers. You say, Elon, to hell with the cost. We need to go to the Andromeda galaxy. Forget about Mars, Elon. What are you, a peasant? And you can talk to Elon like that because he respects you. Put yourself in the shoes of somebody in a very expensive office who Elon Musk respects and almost fears because you're such a strong, adventure-minded individual. You say, Elon, teleport us to the launch pad. We're going on a trip. And so Elon takes out a teleporter and you guys teleport. Forget about the fact that teleporters aren't really mainstream yet. Elon's got one. You know about it, you demand that he takes you places. And of course you're gonna go to the launch pad where a rocket's ready. And you look over at Elon and you're like, Elon, suit up. You're a Sunday driver, Elon. That's why you don't get to fly the spaceship. I'm gonna dish out roles. So you say to him, I am the admiral of the ship. Elon, you can be the first mate, and then everybody else will be janitors. Repairmen and chefs. That's our team, Elon. Take it or leave it. And Elon says, Wow, you have it all figured out. This preparation thing going into space. And you look at Elon and you just quietly say, Don't waste your breath, Elon. I already knew that. So you take the entire team at the launch pad and you bring them together and you say, Time for a mission briefing. Your tool bags, you can call them whatever you want because you're in charge. You bring everybody up to speed. You say, We're going to the Andromeda Galaxy using this hyperdrive that I invented myself using products from Home Depot and Michael's Craft Store. You guys could have never come up with this, and I came up with it. Let's pause for a second. Many of you right now are thinking, Why are you being Check that. Why am I being so rude to the crew? And that's a fair question. I'm not going to answer it, but I'm sure you can figure it out. One lady asks, she shoots up her hand and says, Captain! You say, At ease, babe. At ease. She says, What are we going to do in the Andromeda Galaxy? You say, We are going to escape the cataclysm. Approaching Earth. She says, what? You say, lower your voice. Don't yell questions at me like that. She says, okay, what? You say, that's better. Earth. Things could happen that would be rough there. So Andromeda is where we're going. You look over to the side of you. Elon is just giving you a huge thumbs up. Another guy who's a janitor for the ship. He pops his hand up. And he's like, what if we run into danger? What if we run into aliens or mechanical issues? And you just take that guy aside and you say, guys, let's take five. And you take this guy aside and you're like, Bill, you're upsetting everyone with your stupid questions. Once again, Bill, this isn't out of the ordinary for you, is it? Asking these moronic, time-wasting questions. Go drink some apple juice. You're a child, Bill. Then the meeting starts back up again. The briefing. Elon tries to get a couple words in, and you say, uh, 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 no thanks, Elon. I got it covered. And you instruct everybody, break into your groups, janitors over there, repair people over there, and cooks over there. And then you bring in some special guests. You bring in Emerald Lagasse to help the chefs out, You don't really bring in any rock star janitors. Not a whole lot of need for that. It's pretty straightforward. Repair men, repair team, because there's two chicks on it. Good job, you grease monkeys, ladies. Who is the guest leading them? Exhibit from Pimp My Ride, also from Rap Music. And he comes in, he's like, yo, I heard you like repairing spaceships, so I'm going to teach you how to repair a spaceship. It's like, wow, thanks, Exhibit. So they do their stuff, and you say, Elon, I've got to give you a little piece of advice. Never interrupt me again. Don't even try, or you're out. And he's like, I'm financing this whole thing. And you're like, be that as it may, shut your mouth. And he falls in line because he respects you a lot. Then you bring everybody back together and you say, hey, if we encounter any nonsense out in space, which we almost certainly will, act like you've been there before and act like you're going there again. Don't piss your pants. And then Bill tries to get in a question and you'd be like, Bill, just drink the apple juice and shut the fuck up. Bill, you are this close to staying grounded on this mission. I am doing this as a personal favor to Elon because you are his third cousin. And normally that shouldn't pull any weight, but for some reason, in this situation, it does. So, Bill, can it and get on the spaceship. Okay. So, you and Elon make your way up to the mission control deck. Pretty cool. You suit up in your launch suit, giving each other almost a nauseating amount of thumbs ups. You say, it's time to blast off. And Elon tries to get in a Buzz Lightyear joke. And we all know what he tries to say. And you slap him. You say, Elon, who raised you? You are not as smart as everybody says. You're eyeballing the launch button. Everybody is on the craft and you're, Kind of caressing the launch button in a way that is not appropriate for an inanimate object, but you're doing it nonetheless. And then you press the button, and oh boy, that rocket starts rumbling. And this is an advanced rocket, mind you. All the technology on board, state of the art. You are blasting faster than you've ever blasted. You are making your way out of earth's atmosphere. And you look down and you're like, I'm not going to miss a ton of stuff from earth. You think that to yourself. And then you make it out there into space. You start floating around. And obviously, because you unhooked your seatbelt like a pro, you didn't wear your seatbelt for the whole launch. That is a four-star admiral move that everyone respects. Elon's looking over at you, and he's just salivating, and you're like, Elon, I am disappointed in your mannerisms a lot of the time. Yeah, I know. No seatbelt is cool. Just handle yourself, though. You go on the PA system to address the entire crew of janitors, chefs, and repair people, those two chicks, the grease monkeys, lesbians, bisexual down for whatever so you hit the pa system and you tell everybody get in your stasis chambers because we're in it for the long haul we are going to the andromeda galaxy that idiot bill raises his hand he's like what it's like oh man you just kind of shoot a really sharp look over at elon one that quietly and silently communicates this is on you bill It's your responsibility. So Elon knowingly, he gets out of his chair and he goes and he kills Bill. He ruthlessly murders Bill, throws him in a trash compactor and ejects his remains into space. The entire crew cheers. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah everybody's getting in on it. And that last one was one of the mechanical lesbians. You get back on the PA system, you tell everybody, all right, settle down, everybody. You all get in the stasis chambers, like I said earlier. But you know what? Disposing of Bill, mission critical. So everybody gets in their stasis chambers, except you and Elon. So you got a little time to just shoot the breeze. And you're like, Elon, is it true that You'll accept job applications at any of your companies from people who didn't go to college? And he says, well, yes. You say, okay, all right. Your ship is carving through the cosmos towards the Andromeda galaxy, and you are picking up speed. Elon's getting a little scared, and you, as the admiral of the ship, you put an arm around him and say, come with me. I got to show you something. And he's trembling pretty hard. And you just walk him to this room. You open up the door, and what's inside? Full-court basketball. You say, Elon, I know you're pretty rattled right now, so let's get you tuckered out. We're going to play one-on-one full-court. No refs, hard contact. What do you say? And he objects at first, but then you pull out a limited-edition Tamagotchi a digital pocket pet you say if you play me right now you can have this and that's his Achilles heel is Tamagotchi's in his biography that will be written many years from now you will discover that or the world will discover that you discovered it right now so you and Elon go toe-to-toe full court and you just trash his world you're dunking on him because it's zero grav and you've got special magnets in your shoes that allow you to come back down when you need to but most of the time you are just floating around bashing out key tomahawks and then pointing at elon being like in your face jackass you suck at sports and he's like i know i'm a science guy and you'd say well that is not the point and then after quite some time. Remember, you're traveling quite quickly, near the speed of light, approaching the speed of light. You say, Elon, you've been such a good sport. Here's the Tamagotchi. I wasn't kidding. You can have it. And he is so excited. And you say, go take a nap, get in the stasis chamber, huh, pal? And then it's just you. And it's just you alone with your thoughts. The earth is out of sight. The galaxy is in your rearview mirror, becoming less visible by the quarter second. That's how you're measuring time now. Pretty big into science is what you are. You go to the helm of the ship and you are pounding. It's going to be a couple years before you make it to the Andromeda galaxy. So you kind of hunker down take a little bit of a snooze, but then you wake up and then you practice your hook shots in the basketball court. Because when Elon wakes up, you're going to want to showcase your full skill set to further humiliate him. That's what a proper leader does. An admiral, that's what you do. All of a sudden, a bunch of alarms go off. Just woo, woo. Kyle, Can we add sound effects to the podcast? Do we have those in our computer system? I know this is no high tech rocket ship, Kyle, but can we maybe put some alarm noises, some buzzes some other stuff? I don't want to give away too much about what we're going to encounter, but Kyle, what do you say, huh, pal? Thumbs up. Mission critical, Kyle. Mission critical. Okay. Alarms are going off. Lights that are disco lights, but they're alarm lights. You upgraded them to disco lights because you thought if we're going to be on here for a while, we might throw a disco party at some point, maybe on the basketball court, maybe have a dance, right? That is forward thinking out of a space admiral is it not? Right. But the alarms are going off. The lights are flashing. And over the loudspeaker system throughout this spaceship, and let's take a quick timeout. The spaceship is enormous. It is the size of Heinz Field in Pittsburgh, where the Steelers play. So. Use that for reference. I should have told you that earlier. But over the loudspeakers, you hear intruder alert, intruder alert. And you're like, uh oh, talk about space danger. Good thing we don't have Bill asking dumb questions. Aliens board the ship, they are actively boarding the ship. Everybody is in the stasis chambers. So it's just you and the aliens. They come up to you, not their leader, kind of an envoy. Diplomats. Not very attractive, but you can tell that somewhere they've got an alien chick who's got something going for her. She's not the hottest alien you could imagine, but she has a sexy sounding voice. Not bad. So these diplomats approach you and they use their psychic powers to immediately learn English so you can communicate properly. And they say, What's that, brah? Water's scarce out in the universe, and we picked up your water supplies on our scanners. We're going to be taking it. And you stay very calm. You stay calmer than anyone you know in this situation would act. Okay? You step up. You say, Okay, water is what you want. Well, then it is water you shall have but they don't understand that you're lying and that you are reaching for your plasma gun quite quickly, actually. You'll And you've got it in your hands. You say, back up right now. You're gonna go back in your ship or messed up stuff is gonna happen to your face. And nobody in your crew realizes how heroic you're acting, but you'll remember this. You'll say, I am a good space person one of the best, two of the three diplomats, there's three of them, two of them get pretty shifty-eyed, and you realize they're about to do something drastic that could be dangerous, and so you shoot them in the face, both of them. You melt their faces into puddles that look like puke and pasta sauce and an oil spill, all mixed together. You say, any other takers? Huh? still want that water? And all the aliens slither back onto their ship with their tentacles. And they say, sorry for bothering you. You are so tough. You're so amazing. And you say, get the hell off this spaceship. I have no time to listen to you showering me with praise, even though it feels pretty good. Get the fuck out of here. Get out. So you banish them into space, and as they're flying away, what do you do? You shoot some photon cannons at them and explode them, annihilate them, end them forever. You say, they had to go. They had to go. Damn straight they had to go. You feel good about that decision. Out of nowhere in walks Elon Musk. He's all groggy. And He's like, what just happened? He's like, what's up, you dweeb? Oh, you're taking a nap. How did you wake up from your stasis? What the hell is that about, Elon? And he's like, I'm a science pro. Don't you remember? it's like, Elon, that doesn't explain a whole lot. But do you want to play Would You Rather? We got time to kill. And he's like, well, what just happened? And you're like, Elon, that doesn't concern you. Not one bit. Are we playing Would You Rather or are we not? Would you rather play Would You Rather or... Would you rather not play? Would you rather? That's what I thought. Okay. So you say, Elon, you're up first. And he says, would you rather eat a bunch of broccoli for all your meals or broccoli with cheese? And then you just punch him in the stomach because you're like, dude, have you ever played this before? What the hell is going on with you that that is what you came up with? Elon, are you ready for a real one? Here it goes. Would you rather have your penis sliced off by an attractive cyborg or would you rather eat broccoli for every meal? That's how it's done, Elon. That's how it's done. And he takes way too much time. And it's like, Elon, broccoli. It's pretty obvious. What's going on with you? And then you go to bed. You say, Elon. I'm actually tuckered out. Even the captain of the ship, the Admiral, even I need a little bit of a snooze magooz from time to time. So you go into the stasis chamber and Elon's like, ah, I'm going to stay up. And you're like, Elon, do not use the holodeck for pornography. And he's like, I wasn't going to do that. And you look him in the face and you're like, Elon, really? He's like, yeah, I was gonna do that. You're right. You're right. I won't do it. Scouts honor. You're like, oh, Elon. You know about the scouts, and he's like, yeah. Like, okay, all right. That's pretty cool. Nighty night, Elon. And you go into stasis, and Elon definitely disobeys what you asked of him. Let's just make that clear. You are approaching the Andromeda Galaxy because you have been in stasis for eight years. It's an expert nap. That is a very high-level nap. You roll out of the stasis chamber. Elon's already awake. He has instructed the janitors to clean up the spaceship. Even though it's an airtight vessel where no dust has accumulated, hasn't really been lived in because everybody's been in stasis. But you look at Elon and you're like, I respect what you did. The chefs are all shuffling about. And they're making French toast. And you're like, wow. Andromeda Galaxy, you are starting off on the right foot. Clean spaceship, French toast. You're like, what of the repair team? Lesbians are arm wrestling. rest of the maintenance crew is patching up the hole where the aliens invaded eight years ago. And it's like, guys, you should have done that a long time ago. You look over at Elon and you're like, why didn't you do that? Even though it was probably your responsibility to dispatch them to do that. But whatever. You're in the Andromeda galaxy. And you see this luscious planet. It looks bountiful, pleasant. And so you say to Elon, that's where we're going to go. That's going to be the new spot. It's going to be our new home, Elon. He says, the self-driving car thing, pretty cool. And then you turn to him and you say, good call, Elon. You land the spaceship. It is humongous, remember, but you are excellent at flight. You land on this planet. You go over the PA and say, before you disembark, everyone, I want you to know this has been really cool. On your way out, grab a Tamagotchi and Elon looks over at you and he's so disappointed because what you just did really devalued the Tamagotchi that you had given him in the beginning of the journey. And he just finds a hammer and smashes that thing into oblivion and you give him a really disappointed look. And you're like, that one was limited edition. The other ones were just regular. What have you done, Elon? What have you done? He's like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm like, all right, well, let's go explore this planet, huh, pal? You and Elon, you put on jet packs. The rest of the crew, they're just doing whatever on this new planet. There's an atmosphere they can breathe. Let's just get that out of the way. There are animals around. They don't look like Earth animals, but similar enough to where you're like, yeah, you're an animal. You didn't bring any biologists, botanists, any. Sort of a scientific crew that would have been immensely helpful. And why is that? Because you know all those skills. You are good at everything in this simulation, in this scenario, in this visualization, in this beautiful story that you are experiencing. And so you go around, you're naming animals left and right, you're naming plants, and you are just on fire. Like that's a Glorp. That is a ziggity zoo. That is a of ding dong. That is a smigitalist digitalist and elon is spellbound by everything about you and he's like wow i didn't know you were this full of surprises you say elon damn straight pal damn straight and then you take elon back to the spaceship and you say i gotta talk to you about something i really do and then you take him into the basketball court and you just dominate him only with hook shots You say, okay, let's go explore the planet again. Just had to get that done. And you convince the lesbians to explore their bisexual side and you repopulate the planet. And that is how it all goes down. And that is your space adventure. Pretty incredible stuff. And that is DarbyCast. It is a wild card Friday. If you want to share this with somebody who you think is ready for it, you can go ahead and do that. Otherwise, keep this to yourself. I do not want you force-feeding the Darby cast to people. That's not okay. But if somebody is eager to have their life turned around for the better, if you sense that about a person, even if you don't know them that well, you say, what do you think about outer space? What do you think about Elon Musk? Do you think a janitorial staff would be necessary if you went to the Andromeda Galaxy, with Elon, ask them these questions. And if they respond warmly, explain what happened here today by forwarding them the link. And you say, subscribe to the Darby cast If this is your cup of tea, this makes sense for you, subscribe. That's Darby cast That's Wildcard Friday. You have a great weekend. I hope you had a fantastic Thanksgiving. Or if you're listening to this on a random day, I just hope you have a great rest of your day. Kyle, what'll it be? Chick-fil-A or the burrito joint? You get to call it. You get to call it. Darbycast wildcard Friday.